Well, good morning, brothers and sisters. Good morning. good morning. Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You know, we have so much to be thankful for. We thank the Lord for the opportunity for us to just together to study his word. So welcome to another session of Explore Bible Basics. Before we dive into the word, let's open with a word of prayer. If you will bow with me. Father God, who is eternal from everlasting to everlasting, we give you thanks we give you praise. We give you all the glory this morning. We thank you, Father, that we're able to come together as your children to study what your word says. Because you tell us to study the word to show ourselves approved. So now, Father God, we pray that by the Holy Spirit and in the name of your son, Jesus, that you would be with us. That you would open our eyes so that we may be able to see what you were having to see in the spirit. We pray that you will open our ears so that we may hear. We give you thanks. We give you praise. For it is in that wonderful match in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 All right. So as everybody knows, we're studying the Gospel of John. And we are actually studying today, chapter 1, verse. What I really like about the book of John, as I said in previous discussions, is that there's so much to be unpacked in the book of John. John just covers so many different things about who Jesus was and goes into such beautiful detail. And he sets the stage for us to understand who Jesus was very, very good. And he begins that in chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. You know, John begins by identifying his claim regarding who Jesus is. The introduction of John's gospel immediately introduces the major themes that John intends to discuss during his gospel. Then he spends the rest of the gospel proving and demonstrating the things and the things about Jesus' life and his teachings. So let's read, and we're going to be reading chapter 1, verses 1 through 18 to set the stage again because we're continuing the introduction. So, Let's read, and I'm going to start, and when I start, if everybody's there, we'll just go around the room, and I'll read a verse, and the next person will read a verse, and we'll just keep going around, verses 1 through 18. So verse 1 reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Okay, I'll pick up number six. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. Eight. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by, through him, and the world did not know him. Eleven. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. But as well, many received him. To them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believed in his name. Who were, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, 
nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. I'll say what he didn't finish. So I'll go ahead and finish that off. Uh, 14 through the remainder is the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cries out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me was before me. And of his fullness we have all received in grace of grace. For the, sorry. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Verse 18. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Wow. There is just so much in those 18 verses. And because there is so much to be unpacked, it is no wonder that we are still making our way through these first 18 verses of chapter 1. So John primarily has about nine themes or nine major truths that he states regarding who Jesus is. The first one is that John declares that Jesus is eternal and is uncreated. That is that Jesus existed before the world began. Again, note what verse 1 through 3 says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. It is important, people, that we understand what the Word says about Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. John is declaring that Jesus is one and same, and the same with God the Father. This is why we can say God the Father, God the Son. And he was, he was God, he was with God in the beginning. John declared that Jesus was God, and that he was with God in the beginning. And then in verse 3, he says very clearly, Through him, who is to him? Jesus. All things were made. Without him, him who? Jesus. Nothing was made that has been made. Then John says that Jesus possesses deity. Deity means having the absolute authority and rulership over created things. Jesus is a separate being from the Father. And we're going to dissect that. Jesus is the creator. That is, Jesus was the active force through whom all things were made. Again, through him, verse 3, all things were made, and nothing that was made was made without him. I'm going to, you're going to see us continue to repeat this because John Gospel wants to ensure that we understand this before we go further. Jesus is a source of life by which men have a relationship with God and hope of eternal life. Jesus became incarnate in the flesh as a man. That is, Jesus took off his deity. He did not stop being who he was, but he took off his deity to come down to go through life as we would as humans so that he could understand our anguish, our pain, our suffering, and what it means to be deity. Imagine God the Father would allow himself through his son Jesus to come and experience this life that we endure as mere human beings. We'll talk about that. And then lastly, Jesus is the one who can give people the power to become the children of God. And we'll talk about that. So, the Word was in the beginning with God, and the Word was God, verses 1 through 2. 
The word, the word what? Refers to Jesus as the only begotten son as shown in verses 14 and 17. In the beginning, in the beginning, what beginning? In the beginning of creation as presented in Genesis chapter 1. Would someone please turn to chapter 1 for me of Genesis and let's see what it says from the scripture. If you're there, just read the page. Verse 1. From the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Outstanding. The Bible opens up with, in the beginning, God created. But what does John say? John says that Jesus was there and nothing was made that was made without Jesus. So John is, 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 is making it very clear so that we as Christians can understand this mystery of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So Jesus existed from eternity with God the Father. Note that the use of the word was, Jesus was, shows that Jesus was already in existence before creation began. The word was with God. That is, Jesus was present in the beginning with God the Father. And that Jesus possesses deity. The term we use, God, when we say God, we're referring to all of the attributes, all of the characteristics of deity. Therefore, God deserved to be worshipped and honored. The true God of the Bible that we have, that we believe is the inspired word of God, was inspired as they were moved along by the Holy Spirit. They wrote what we have today as Holy Scripture. As God the Son, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit all have unlimited power over the things that are created. There are quite a number of passages that affirm Jesus is a separate from the God the Father, two separate beings. We're not going to read through all of them, but if someone would go to Matthew 3.17 and another person would go to Matthew 16, the left side, my left over here, you all go to Matthew 3.17 uh, and the right side, you all go to Matthew 16, verse 16. You got it, read. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Okay, so there we have God the Father. And what's the, what's the context? What's the scenario? If you recall, Jesus had gone to be baptized by John. And John says, no, I should be baptized by you. But Jesus said, no, let it be done so that scripture all feel filled. So then John baptizes Jesus. And as Jesus comes up out of the water, he sees the dove descending upon him as the Holy Spirit. And then you hear this voice. Okay? Okay, and then in Matthew 16... Verse 16. Simon Peter answered. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Okay, so let's put that in context. Here it is, Jesus is with his disciples. And they're talking about who is Jesus? So Jesus says to them, Who is the Son of Man? Who do you say the Son of Man is? And so some say he must be Elijah, some say he must be Moses, some say he must be Jeremiah, or some other prophet. But then Simon Peter says, you are the son of the living God. When Simon says this, Jesus says what? Flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father in heaven revealed this. I just love scripture. There are other verses that affirm that Jesus is separate from, from, from God, but let's move on. 
God the Father prepared a body for Jesus the Son. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 5, it says that when Jesus came into the world, he said, a body you have prepared for me. It says over in John chapter 5, verses 22, the judgment was given by God the Father to God the Son. Because it says the Father does not judge any man, but has given all judgment to the Son, the Son being Jesus. Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven and prayed. Father, he prayed to his Father, glorify me. Jesus was with God the Father before the world began. In John chapter 17, verses 5, he, that is Jesus, said, Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Further, God the Father loved God the Son before the foundation of the world. And then the Son is now on the Father's right hand. In Ephesians 1.17, we're told the Father, that is God the Father, raised Jesus from the dead and made him, had him to sit at his, that is God the Father, right hand. And then Jesus and his Father are one, just as the disciples are one. This does not mean that they're one in the same being. Jesus said that you are my disciples and you would be one. That is what? One in mind, one in spirit, one in desires, one in goals, one in character. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are one in that manner. And then lastly, all three, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, were present when Jesus was baptized. Let's go to Luke chapter 3. And we're going to start in verse 21. That is Luke chapter 3, verse 21 and 22. When all the people were baptized, it came to the pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he was praying, while he prayed, the heavens opened. Okay, continue to read the next verse. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, and you I am well pleased. Well All right, thank you. As we said before, Jesus, when he was baptized by the Holy Spirit, came down like a dove. So we have Jesus being baptized. We have the Holy Spirit descending in, a, in, a, in the spiritual form as a dove because when Jesus came up, he saw him and opened. Mm -hmm. Everybody did not see that. They did hear the voice, but Jesus saw, and he told his disciples this. The voice was clearly God the Heavenly Father. So we have God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit all present at the same time at Jesus' baptism, which is when he began what? His public ministry. We're going to look at 3, 4, and 5. Looking at verse 3. All things were made through Jesus, and without him nothing was made that was made. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. On that verse. When, when that verse says that all things were made through Jesus, and without him nothing was made that was made. Your thoughts? It just makes me think that everything, just the whole universe, everything was just created by God. And well, Jesus, God, as a whole, mm -hmm. you know, and even this little man right here, if it wasn't Jesus, we wouldn't have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everything that we can see, feel, breathe was created through him. Very good. Any other thoughts? Um, Jesus is the 
without him, there would be no worldly form. Without him, there would be no, no creation. Amen. Amen. Okay. Outstanding. You're right on. So since Jesus existed in the beginning, that was verse 1, and then we looked at Genesis 1, he is before everything that was created. Verses 1 through 3, brothers and sisters, makes it abundantly clear that Jesus created everything without exception. Nothing was made without Jesus. But this passage of scripture, brothers and sisters, does not state that Jesus was the only being involved in creation. It said that through him was all things made. Through him. That is, Jesus was the active force with God the Father who actually brought forth all created things. He, in that process, was acting on behalf of God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 1, verses 2 and 3 and Colossians verse chapter 1, verses 15 and 16 bear this out. All three, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, were present at creation. It follows then that Jesus himself, himself is eternal. Jesus is not a created being, as some Christians believe, some in Christianity believe. He created everything that was created. This means that Jesus himself was not created, or else he would have had to create himself. But he is outside of creation. Jesus is eternal as a creator. And as such, he is also God. Jesus stands apart from us. Any questions on verse 3? Chapter 1, verse 3. All things were made through Jesus, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Okay, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at verse 4. And reading in verse 4 again so that we know what we're, we're talking about here. Verse 4 reads, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Hmm. wonder what that means. Any thoughts? In him was life. In him was life. Salvation. Salvation. Um, life. Salvation. Life. Okay. What about the light? In him was the light. Any thoughts about what the light is? The God. Soul. Jesus is the light. Okay, Jesus is the light. He's the light of men. We're all in darkness, right? Mm -hmm. But when Jesus comes, he illuminates us through the spirit that is. It changes everything about us. Jesus had life in himself and that he was alive from eternity from the beginning. This enabled him, who? Jesus, as God the Son, to give life to all living things, including man. It also enabled Jesus to arise, that is, come from the grave, to rise from the dead, and to give men eternal life. Jesus, as a source of life physically, demonstrated that he 